Okay, Bukhah Tov. Today's daf is daf Lamed in Yuma. Daf Lamed. <clears throat> Near the top of the page, Amar Papa, the fourth line. Tzolabim Koma, Osulikros Kriyashma. You're not allowed to say Kriyashma when a person has has um, stool uh, basically hanging out of his anus. You can't say Kriyashma then. If it's visible, Pshita. I mean, if a person is walking around with some stool sticking out of his uh, out of his butt, obviously he can't say Kriyashma. Idolonius, uh, if he can't see it, meaning it's inside, meaning inside his body. So in Torah Malchei Asharis, I mean, person person always has uh, has uh, filth inside his body. So if it's inside his body, what is he supposed to do? When he sits down, it can be seen. In other words, it's, 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 it's slightly out of his body. Omen, if he stands, it sort of withdraws into the body, ain't it near us. So if, if it's seen, that's what he says, Rabbi says, you can't say Kriyashma, meaning if he's standing and it's sort of, it, it's inside his body, then it's okay. But if it's hanging out of his body when he's sitting and you could see it, then it's usher. So Maishnah Mitzvah so how is that different than if he has some excrement on his body? Ditmar Tzolb Soro, if he has something, some little piece of filth on his body, Osha Yiyara Beis or even if his hands were inside the the door of the um, of the bathroom, Ravun Amar Mutala Kros Kriyashma, Ravun says you're allowed to, Rav Chista Amar Osala Kros Kriyashma, and Rav Chisra says it's also to, re, to say Kriyashma, and Rashi explains because the Pusik says until him, all my bones will speak God's praise. So every part of his body. So Rav Chisra says because it says it's also to say Kriyashma if he has any dirt on his body, any part of his body at all. But if it wouldn't be that, because, but because of the smell or because of that, the, the dirt, it's not the problem. It's kol and here is not kol But otherwise, it wouldn't be also to say kriyashma according to everybody. It's the, according to Rashi, the kash is not only according to Funa, but even according to Chista. So what's the problem over here? If it's if it's if it's uh, protruding from his body when he sits, and so when he sits, you could see it. Uh, what's the difference? Like Morris says, no, but if it's in the anus. Then it's very detestable, it's abhorrent because the smell is very strong. In other words, if it's a piece of dirt that got stuck somewhere on, on his skin, so the smell isn't as great. But if it's in the makor, it's in, it's in the anus itself, and, it's, and it sticks out slightly from there, the smell is very great and it's detestable, and therefore you can't say Kriyashma. Another rule about washing and cleanliness at a suda. If a person leaves the meal, to urinate, he should wash his hand, yado, it says his hand, his hand, as we said yesterday at the top of the page, he should always wipe off any urine on his feet that he shouldn't appear to be a cruz shofcha. So with that hand, he should wash, he should wash that hand that touched the, the urine. Uh, and he comes in. So if he went out to go to the bathroom, he had to urinate, it's very common, he has to urinate in the middle of the meal, he goes out, and he washes the hand that touched the urine. Uh, let's say he was, when he, uh, he left the suda for a few minutes and he got involved in a discussion, it took a long time. Uh, so we assume that since he was, uh, his mind was diverted from the meal and he was talking to his friend and they were discussing different things, so he should wash both hands because the assumption is since he was Masih Daito, since 
he became distracted from the meal. He wasn't careful, and his hands might have touched something, so he should wash both hands. Vinichnas. And then he comes back into the meal after he washed both hands. So again, urinating one hand, just the hand that touched the urine. If he got involved in a discussion and he uh, lost track of the meal, wasn't thinking about it, his, he was, his mind was, was diverted, he should wash both hands. He should but he shouldn't wash his hands outside of the room in which they're eating. The economists can then come in, because people will suspect that he didn't wash his hands. They didn't see him. He should come inside into the room where they're eating, the Yoshib and come and sit in his place, and wash his hands in front of everybody, and then he passes the pitcher around in case somebody else wants to wash his, wash his hands. But if he passes it around, it's obvious that he washed his hands. That's how you should do it. That's only if he wants to drink, he wants to have some wine or Diet Coke, whatever, he's going to have a drink, and then he should do, he should, um, he should uh, wash his hands in front of everybody so they'll know that he washed his hands. But if he's going to eat, and it was very common to eat in those days, not with a fork and knife, but with their hands, then he could even wash his hands outside. Because everybody knows that a person is very uh, particular and he's not going to, uh, what we call people are istas today, people are very used to being hygienic. So people would know a person's not going to stick his hands into the meat and into the food unless he had washed his hands. So if he had gone to the bathroom, people will know. But if a person only came in for a drink, they might suspect that he didn't wash his hands, so therefore he should wash his hands in front of him. I know I myself, I feel lishtos. Even they come in to drink, everybody knows that I would wash my hands before uh, I would eat. So even if, uh, if I just came in for a drink, people know that I washed my hands. They know that I wouldn't drink without uh, washing my hands. But it's not a double pashut, as uh, as once they say. That's why they have in the bathrooms, you know, sign that says employees must wash hands after using the bathroom, right? Which tells you that they're probably not washing their hands, right? So you got to be careful about those things. All right, says the Mishnah. Anybody coming into the Azara, even if he's tar, even if he's not, he hasn't been defiled. He's not impure. He should go to Achiyitbo. He has to go to the mikvah. Everybody. And he says, now Mishnah says, Ain Aram Nichlas Lazora Lavoda to do service in the base of Mikdash, into the Azara, till he does go to the mikvah. Rashi says, the first Rashi in the Mishnah, Lavdafka. Lavdafka Lavoda. Not them for Voda. The Ain Aram Nichlas Lazora Achiyitbo. Nobody's allowed to come into the mikvah, into the Azara, the courtyard of the base of Mikdash, until he goes to the mikvah. That's what the Mishnah says. We'll see. Is that the Oraisa or is that Rabbanan? What is the nature of that tefillah? It says you have to go in. Even if you're tar, a tefillah tar, you, should, you always go to the mikvah before you come into the Azara. How do we do that? Today people go up to the, uh, onto the Harabayas. They also go to the mikvah. Those who go, go to the mikvah first. Okay, today we're not, we're, we're Tomei Mace, etc., because we don't have the Mei Paraduma. But even if they were pure, they still have to go to the mikvah. All right, so that's, we're gonna, that's one issue. You never go up to the Azara until you went to the mikveh, and we'll talk about it, the Raisa Dravbanim. Going back to the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol goes to the mikveh five times that day. We'll see every time he changes his clothes. There's Big Day Zov and Big Day Lovan, Big Day Butz. Those Big Day Butz, the Big Day Lovan, when he changes from one to the other, they're all Kodesh uh, Kalim, they're all Kodesh clothes. Every time he puts a new set on, he has to go to the mikvah first. And 
he washes his hands and feet ten times. Asar Kedushin. Kedush is where he washes his hands and feet from the Kior. That's ten times, right? Twice before he puts on each set of clothes, as we'll see. There's Machlokas Rebbein Rabbanan later on. Is, 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 are they both for putting on the clothes or for, is one for taking off the old clothes and putting on the new clothes? But in any case, there's five tefillahs and ten kedushin of yom. Vakula makodesh, all the tefillahs are in the base, in the azara, meaning in the holy part of the azara, al base parva, on top of the base parva, which we discussed before, the base parva, um, why it was called base parva based on the guy's name, but on, there was a mikvah on top of the base parva in the azara. Chutzmizu, except for the first one. He said, the first time you come into the Azara, so he says that the first time you come in, that when you go to the mikvah there, that mikvah is not in the Azara, but it's a mikvah you go into before the Azara. As we'll see, that was on next to the uh Kohen Gadol's room in the Lishka Svarhedrin. There was a mikvah there on top of the base Hamayim, right? On top of the Shah Hamayim, rather. There was a mikvah there. Okay, and then when he changed his clothes, when he got dressed for the first time, if he went to the mikvah the first time, this mikvah was in the uh, in the mundane, in the non-consecrated, unconsecrated part of the base of mikdash. He went to the mikvah there, and when they came out, they spread a parsusad and they spread a uh, a sheet shalbutz shalbutz is of linen, white linen, white white linen to remind him of the avoda that's going to be done that day in his in the big day butz am. There's a illustration of this uh, in uh, in the book. In the illustration book, it's, um, it's there's a big illustration opposite page 29. It's actually also diagram illustration number 56, and a larger version of it is opposite page 29. When he comes out of that mine, um, right? He's in the in the first after the first. Um, Mikvah that he went to that day, the one Al Gabi Shar Hamayim, that mikvah which is in the uh, non unconsecrated part of the base of Migdosh, he comes out there and they hold for for Tznias, they hold up a big uh, a big sheet uh, to protect him while he's uh, while he's undressed. He just came out of the mikvah while he's getting dressed now. So that's what the Mishnah says. Shalos Ben Zoma. They asked Ben Zoma the following question: Tfilazulama. Why do you have to go into the mikvah before you came into the base of Migdash? We understand when he's coming, when he come, before you come into the Azara. We understand between the different begadim, between one beg and another, you do it. Fine, but what's, and that's in the Azara, but what's this tefillah for? So Ben Zoma says, it's a doraisa, Amr Lahem, listen, it's a doraisa, Umaham, Mishan, Mikodesh, Kodesh. Manach, when you change the clothes from one Kodesh to another Kodesh, meaning all the clothes, the Kohen Gadol wears the five avodas that he does that day, and sometimes he goes from, uh, from one to the other, from one room to another, and from, as he changes clothes from one avoda to another. And in both cases, we're talking about in the Azara, where there's a punishment of Kharis if you come in in a state of Tumah. So Manach, when he changes from, from Kodesh to Kodesh, he is one, he's, in, he's, in, he's in the Azara to another place in the Azara. And from a place with Anush Kharis, both of them are in the Azara. And he's changing clothes that are Kodesh. But all the places that he's moving from are all in the Azara. Still, Ton Tfili needs to go to the mikvah when he changes from one Kodesh to another Kodesh, one Kodesh place to another. When you move from Chol, from an unconsecrated place, not in the Azara, to, into the Azara, that's emphasizing a place where there's no Kodesh if you come in 
to a place outside the Azar in a state of Tumah. There's no punishment of Karis there. To a place where you, there is a punishment of Karis in the Azara if you come and stay while you're Tumah. And it didn't you fail, so you need Fila. This is a Kalvachomer. And based on this Kalvachomer, a Kalvachomer is a Darais. That's one of the Yudgumamidas, Shatar and Dreshus Bahem. As Rashi points out at the top of the basis, we'll see in a second. So, ain't it in Shatan field? So he says, it's a, it's the Doraisa. You come into the base Hamigdash, you come into the Azara of the base Hamigdash, not just Harbais, but in the Azara, uh, it's a Kabachomer. If you got it, every time you change from one Avoda to another Avoda and change your clothes, in, within the Azara, you have to go to the Mikvah. Certainly, when you come into the base Hamigdash, into the Azara for the first time from Chol, certainly you should have to go, uh, you should have to go to the Mikvah. That's what Ben Zoma says. Rabbi Yudah says, no. This is only a drop on it. This is not a doraisa. Rabbi Yudah no. Sracht vilhi. Sracht means it's like it's attached. It's, it's attached to the, to the mikvah. Words, it's not really a, a mikvah. It's not, I mean, it's a mikvah, but it's not really a tefillah midoraisa. It's simply, kadeshi yisker tumah yeshana shabiyado v'yifrosh. It's like this. He's saying, listen, we say go to the mikvah. Oh, going to the mikvah. What's the first thing you go to the mikvah? To be matire yourself from tumah. So you'll remember if he was really Tomei. This will remind him, oh, yeah, 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 I was at a funeral the other day or something like that, and he'll abstain from coming in if he has to really, if he really has to, if he's really Tomei, it's not enough just to go to the mikvah and start the avoda. He has to wait for Harav Shemesh for sundown. So this is to remind him. It's says, no, there's no Doraisa that if you come into the Azara and you're Torah, you still have to go to the mikvah. No, there's no such Doraisa. It's only Drabonan that you should, to remind you that in case there really is Tomei, that you should abstain. So the Gemara first says, the Machlokas is, would you profane the service in the base of Migdash if you come in in a state, uh, with, with, and if you come in a state where you're tar, but you haven't, you haven't gone to the mikvah. According to Ben Zoma, that's a Doraisa. So if it's a Doraisa, you can't come in to do avoda, you can't even come into the base of mikdash according to Rashi. He said in the Mishnah, you can't come even come into the base of mikdash if you're if you're uh, tar. You can't even come in. even if you're not going to do the avoda. You can't come in. So certainly you can't do the avoda. So according to Benzoda, you're you the avoda. You profane the avoda. The avoda is your apostolate. It's only drabbanan. So if you came without if without going, it's a it, you sh- it's a it's a rabbanon to remind you in case you are tamei. But if if you didn't go to the mikvah and you were in tamei, you wouldn't be mechal the avoda. Rashi in the second line, here, the first end of the first line in Rashi on this page on Amid Beis says the Amar the Ben Zama the Amar Daraisi Sharei Nitin Kavachomeli Daraish Kavachom anybody could dash in Kavachom. You have a Kavachom. It's a Daraisa. So have you? Uh, so have a avodah so mechalalas. The avodah is considered profaned and ruined and. And, and disqualified. So, so, so that's the Gemara Zalar. That's the first Nafkamina. Well, according to Ben Zom, it's a Daraisa. If you didn't do it, you're Machal Devoda. According to Beuda, it's not a Daraisa. You should do it, but if you didn't do it, you're machal, not Machal Devoda. So, according to Ben Zom, is the Avoda really profaned? Is it ruined? It's, it's unfit. If he didn't go to the mikveh, and he didn't he didn't uh, uh, wash his hands and feet. His avoda is okay. He's as there. The Bryce says clearly that what? The Bryce says that if a coin girl didn't go to the mikvah and he didn't wash his hands and feet between each and every baggage, his avoda is okay. Even though he didn't, he didn't fight. He's over 
for not uh, not doing it properly, but the avod is okay. But a kohen gadol, or but any kohen who didn't start off the day by washing his hands and feet, in the morning he didn't he didn't wash his hands and feet even once, and he did the avod. Then it's puzzle. So if you didn't wash your hands and feet once, even once in the morning, that's puzzle. But if you washed your hands and feet, you just didn't wash between each and every beged, or you didn't go to the mikvah between each and every beged. That it's okay. So how can you say that according to Benzoma, that it's a Doraisa, the Avodah would be puzzle. The Avodah is not puzzle. As long as he washed his hands and his feet once in the morning, even if he didn't go to the mikvah and he's tar, it's the Avodah is okay. You know what the Machlokas is? Again, according to Benzoma, it's a Doraisa, because he learned the Kalvachomer. Kalvachomer is Doraisa. According to Rabbi it's only Drabonan. But the Machlokas is, is he over on the essay? What's the essay? So Rashi over here points out six lines into the narrow lines in Rashi. The Benzoma What's the next word in your in Rashi? Read with me. <coughs> six lines from into the narrow lines. The Benzoma What's that word? In my Gemara it says Bishaa. It's a typo. It should be essay. The shin and the ayin look to be transposed. Michael, you're muted. I can't hear you. I see your lips. I can't hear you. I don't know. Oh, the, it says, uh, I, I see Bisha. Bisha, right. So maybe the newer Gemara is, I don't know, maybe if you have an art scroll Gemara, maybe they've corrected that to essay. But it corrected, should... Corrected, correct. Pardon? It's corrected. It's corrected in the Schottenstein. Uh, it's correct in the Schottenstein. Okay. So in the old in the old Vilna Gemaras that we have, it says the coin gadol over. It should I was wondering what that word was. Bishaw, what do you mean? It's essay. The shin and the ayin are transposed. Anyway, so what's the essay? The pasuk says barachetz as kol b'sorah b'mayim ulabeishem. You got to wash your you got to wash all your whole body. That means you go to the mikvah. So the machlokas here is simply according to Menzoma, you're over on an essay because you did the avoda without going to the mikvah first. Okay, you're over on an essay. So you're over on a daraisa. You have to bring an Olo, like we said the other day. You're not over an Asay, because according to Abuda, this is only a Drabanan to remind you in case you are Tameh. But it's not really a Daraisa that you have to. Are you over on the Asay or not? So you should go to the mikvah, but you're over an Asay. Abuda says, no, you're not over on the Asay. The Rasm Sarvaim could be if you were Tameh. But if you're not Tameh, you don't have to. So Ben Zaman says, in all, in all cases, you have to go to the mikvah before, and not you're over an Asay, but the Avod is good anyway. As long as you wash your hands and feet, so everybody agrees in the Mishnah that you have to go to the mikvah. Except Ben Zoma says it's a daraisa. If you don't do it, you're over nasei. Rabbi says it's only drabana. Says the Gemara, Misal Rabbi Yehuda, really hold this idea of the Mishnah, the Mastisan, that that anybody comes into the Azara, anybody coming in to do the avod or not, you cannot enter the Azara without going to the mikvah. Does Rabbi even even though this drabana, but does he really say you have to go in there? But time we learn Mitzora Tova Omed. A Mitzora after on the on the eighth day after he went to the mikvah after he purified himself went to the mikvah on the seventh day on the eighth day he has to go to the mikvah and he stands Bashar Nikner. Remember the side that's the <coughs> that's the area of the Ezra Snoshim closest to the Ezra to the regular Azara and he stands in there and puts his uh, his hand his uh, his uh, thumbs and his toes inside and his, in order to be sprinkled with the dam of the Asham and the Shemen of the, the Loga Shemen. And Rabbi Yudah Omer, he doesn't have to go to the Mikvah. Shikvar Tov Omer, he was always Tov yesterday. So what do you see over here? 
you don't have to go to the mikveh. You just said, even according to Rabbi Yudah, whenever you come into the Azari, you have to go into the mikveh. Here, Rabbi Yudah argues with the Tanakhama, and the Tanakhama says the Mitzorah goes to the mikveh on the eighth day, even though he went on the seventh day. Rabbi Yudah says he doesn't have to go, Shaki, he was already troubled yesterday. So you see that you don't have to go into the mikveh when you come into the Azara. The Gemara says, no, 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 no. Rabbi Yudah really holds, you have to go into the mikveh. That's if he hadn't gone already. But here, Rabbi Yudah says the reason. Why does Rabbi Yudah say you don't have to go to the mikveh here on the eighth day of a, of, of a Tara, of a Nsara? Because he was already there on the seventh day. But otherwise, you'd have to go in. If you're already coming, you would have to go to the mikveh. So there you give him, There you have the reason. So that's not a kasha. You're saying, gosh, does, does Rebuta really say you have to go to the mikveh before you come into the Azara? Here at Smash, we don't have to. Well, here we don't have to because you already went yesterday. So what was your kasha originally? Because he wanted to ask another kasha on Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says over here, that the Motsora doesn't have to go to the mikveh on the eighth day because he went on the seventh day. But here we have a different brisa which says, and apparently this brisa, it's not pointed out over here, but Rashi later on seems to indicate this is a Mishnah and Midos. Lishnas HaMetzoran, the Lishnas of the Metzoran, there's a diagram or illustration of that. I think it's, it's the last one on page 28, um, number 57. It shows the Lishnas Metzoran in the northwest corner of the uh, Ezra's Nashim, there the Mitzorah go to the Mikvah. In the first Brisa uh, quoted, that's the Mishnah in the Goim. The Mitzorah told of Omid Bisharniki Rabbiuda says he doesn't have to because he already went yesterday. Here Rabbiuda says the Mitzorah has to. Not only Mitzorah, but everybody. So that seems that, that's why he brought it down because it's a Kasha, it's a steer in Rabbiuda. The Gemara is a little Kasha. Very, the first Mishnah is speaking about Rabbiuda says he doesn't have to go to the Mikvah because he went yesterday. That's why he didn't have to go. And the second Brisa is talking about where he didn't go to the Mikvah. If he didn't go to the Mikvah, so, hair of Shemesh boy, it's not enough to go to the mikveh today. He also, if he didn't go to the mikveh yesterday, he went to the yesterday and he had hair of Shemesh. Now he goes to the mikveh again, according to the Tanakama. Rabbi Yudah says he doesn't have to, right? And this Bryce is speaking where, where he didn't go to the mikveh. He didn't go to the mikveh, he needs hair of Shemesh. Not enough just to go to the mikveh. Yes, he also needs sundown. El the Tavl. Okay, now, Brad Bryce is speaking where he went to the mikveh on the seventh day. In one case, he was, his attention was diverted, he was distracted. And he wasn't paying attention. Maybe he would have touched a dead body. We don't know. In other words, he doesn't think a mikvah if he, his attention was not diverted. But over here, his attention was diverted. So again, the Gemara is, if his attention was diverted in the second case, and that's why Rebuta says he has to go to the mikvah, it's not enough to go to the mikvah. He has to be sprinkled on the third and seventh day with the May Paraduma because he might have touched a dead, might have attended a funeral. If you, your mind was distracted, you might have, might have touched a dead body or gone to a funeral. In both cases, he went to the mikvah and he was, his attention was not, he was not distracted, he was not diverted, he was thinking about it. In the first case, he went to the mikvah on the seventh day with the kavana that he's going to come in and get purified in, the, in coming into the base of mikdash on the eighth day. But in the second case, he didn't go to the mikvah with the intention that he's going to come into the mikdash, and therefore he needs another mikvah on the eighth day. 
Okay, so that's how you explain the stira in Rabbi Yehuda. But again, Rabbi Yehuda said in the first case, you don't have to go to the mikvah, whereas the Tanakhama said you did. And in the second case, Rabbi Yehuda said, not only do you have to go to the mikvah there, but other people also have to go to the mikvah. Or I'll tell you, the Rabbi Yehuda didn't really say, Oh, but Rabbi Yudu could be saying in the second b'risa is, yes, he agrees that a Mitzorah doesn't have to go to the mikvah because he went yesterday. The Tanakam over there says that a Mitzorah has to go into the mikvah. What is Lishak's Mitzorah? Because they went down to the mikvah from there before they sprinkled their, their toes and their thumbs. So, so Rabbi Yudu said, no, 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 no. Mitzorah didn't have to because they went yesterday. Tani, not, not lo Mitzorah, Bilvad, takes out the word Bilvad, indicating that they would, Mitzorah would be sprinkled. No, would go to the mikvah. No, Mitzoran don't have to go to the mikvah. Other people have to go to the mikvah. But Mitzoran went to the mikvah yesterday, doesn't have to go today. Ravinam, Rav Yudu says that it's very simple. Rav Yudu's only explained according to the rabbis. The rabbi said, what's the list of Mitzoran? That they had to go to the mikvah there on the eighth day. Rav Yudu says, Mitzoran ain't it's because he went yesterday. But according to you, who say that he has to go to the mikvah even though he went yesterday, what are you talking about, Mitzoram? I say that even Mitzoram doesn't have to go into the mikvah because he went yesterday. But according to you, they say Mitzoram has to go to the mikvah, so anybody coming in would have to go to the mikvah. But Rabbi agrees that, that a Stam person coming into the Azar for the first time, it, it hasn't, he's not in the Azar, he's coming in, has to go to the mikvah. It's a Drabonan, but he has to go to the mikvah, as we said before. This that we said that a Mitzorah doesn't have to go in, that's because he went in yesterday. Rabbanan, but the Rabbanan who disagreed with Rabbanan in this last case, in the last case we said, Rabbanan say, Rabbanan said, no, Mitzorah don't have to, right? Or if Mitzorah have to, we're speaking about where he didn't go, al das bias mikdash, or he said not Mitzorah, or he said, I bechal don't hold Mitzorah, but of you who hold it, Mitzorah has to, what's the same Mitzorah and anybody else? And the Chacham said, is different. A person is a Mitzorah, he's already accustomed to Tumah, because he's been Tumah for weeks now, right? And now he's being purified for the first time. So it's, it's very likely that since he was so accustomed to Tumah, he might not have been careful, and he has to go to the mikvah again. But anybody else, other people normally are not accustomed to being, to being Tumah, and they'd be more careful. Wait a minute. In the first, the first brisa, we said the brisa from the gorm. We said a tiny mitzora tovah omishar nikner, and Rabbi says he doesn't have to because he went yesterday. Do they rabbanon who disagree with Rabbi and they say that a mitzora has to go to the mikvah on the eighth day, even though he went on the seventh day? Kibben zoma sfiralu, even though he went to the mikvah on the seventh day. Do they hold like benzoma sfiralu? In other words, that anybody coming into the mikvah is a doraisi. He has to. He has to, anybody coming into azara midaraisi has to go to the mikvah. Do they hold like Benzoma? The reason he mentions Mitzorah, Tani Mitzorah told Vaomei, tell me the Chiddush of Rabbiuda, Rabbiuda is even a Mitzorah doesn't have to since he went yesterday. But the Rabbana would say, anybody coming into the Azara has to go to the Mikvah. Not only Mitzorah, he just mentioned Mitzorah because Rabbiuda says Mitzorah doesn't have to. So I say, even a Mitzorah has to, even though he went yesterday to the Mikvah, he has to go to the Mikvah now since he's coming into the Azara. So do the Rabbana hold like Benzoma? Odoma, no, shiny Mitzorah, the Daesh Mitzorah, they don't hold like uh, normally, maybe they, they don't hold normally that like the Rabbanan, that Mitzorah, anybody coming into the Azorah, you have to go to the Mikvah. Simply over here, they said Mitzorah is different because since he's accustomed to being Tummy, they're more Mahmur when it comes to the Mitzorah. Amalei, 
So Rabbi Yosef answered, Rabbi Yosef, Abayas Rabbi answered him, Shani Mitzvah the Daesh B'Tumah. They don't really hold like the Rabbana. Rashi, the last Rashi on the page, about six lines from the bottom of the page, seven lines. Name of Rabbana, the to Rabbi Yudah, Mastis and Kamaisa. In the first Brisa, not the Brisa brought down apparently from Midos, not from the one from the Gom, the Tani. Mitzvah Tov of Omei, Anybody coming into the Azara as a matter Avoda or not Avoda, special Allah, he has to go to the Mikvah Khadam. Hilka Khloshna Tavol Miba Arab Loshna. It doesn't make him see went to the mikvah yesterday, after the seventh day of his uh, of uh, becoming pure from from Saras. And then he had hair of Shem. It doesn't make any difference. The Lavhain Rabbanam has ceased in the Pligulab and Mishnah Demiras. It's not like the Rabbanan who argues Rabbuddha and Mishnah Midas who say what? Rabbi Yudah over there says that there was the purpose of Lishkam Mitzram, Shisham Mitzram, Talvin. Rabbi Yudah says, no, not only Mitzram, but anybody going in there. But it's not like that, that Rabbana Midas, though, they, they're only talking about Mitzorah. But the first Bryce, so maybe you're talking about eight, he like Ben Zoma, that anybody coming in has to go into the, has to be, anybody coming into Israel has to go to the mikvah. Odilma, the last line in Rashi, Odilma, Chad Tana, it's one Tana, Bishani Mitzorah, Daesh no. It's the same Tana as the Tana of, of, uh, of um, Midos. That the the Tana in the Gaon and the Tana Midas both said it's this one Tana who says that uh, Mitzora only Mitzora has to go to the mikvah, right? Because he's uh, he's accustomed to being Tomei, so a Mitzora coming into the base of Mikdash into the Azari has to go to mikvah, but anybody else wouldn't have to. And Rabbi Yudah says anybody has to, but even that's Rabbanan. Ben Zoma says anybody has to, but that's a Daraisa. So he answered him, Shani Mitzorah the Daesh Betumah, that, that the uh, Benzoma has his sheet of Daraisa, Rabbiura the Rabbanan, and maybe the Rabbanan of uh, Negoim and, and the Midos, they say not even the Rabbanan, just by Mitzorah, he has to wear more machber by Mitzorah, not by other people. I'm going to bother Rabbi Yosef another kasha. Tzvi lazu, chotzei tzohene chotzei, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says it's only the Rabbanan. This, that you have to go into the mikveh, you have to be tovil, before you come into the Azar and everybody, whether you're doing a voter or not, since it's only Drabbanan, maybe uh, it's not a problem with Chatzitza. We know Chatzitza, you can't have any interposition, any barrier between your skin and the water, totally for women and men. Anybody who has to go to the mikvah, you know, I'll have a Chatzitza. All kinds of questions we have today with, you know, temporary fillings and questions like that. Those are all Chatzitza. So, Chotzitza and Chotzitza. But this is only Drabbanan, according to Buddha. You're only going to the mikvah when you come to the Azar to remind you in case you're Tomei. To remind you, oh, in case you're tummy, abstain, don't, don't, uh, don't uh, do the avoda today, right? Uh, wait till you have Harav Shemesh, or maybe you need uh, sprinkling from the Paraduma on the third and seventh day. It's only to remind you, so is there a chatzitz a problem or not? If it's a derais, according to Rabbi Zoma, fine, of course chatzitz is a problem. That's, that's all halach l'mosh misinai, right? One of the things halach l'mosh is chatzitz, and by mikveh, that's, you can't have a chatzitz. So, but according to Rabbi Yudasong, Drabbanan is a chatzitza problem. Amalei, so Rabbi Yosef answered, Koldo Takan Rabbanan, Kain Daraisa Takan. Even though, even if this mikvah is only a Drabbanan that you have to go in, but they made a Takana like a Daraisa. So just like by Daraisa, chatzitza is a problem, the same thing here. Amalei Abai, Elor Rabbi Yosef. Another question. Biba makes a Shmabi or Loshmabi. This is a question throughout Shas. Coming into the base of Mikdash, is coming in partially, is that considered coming in or not? This question applies to other things too. When you come into a house of Tsaras, etc., when you come in partially, is that considered coming in or not? Or Malay, look at this case of Bahonos. Look at the case of the thumbs and the toes and the, uh, the, ear, the tips of the ear that have to be sprinkled with the, uh, with the Shemen, Loga Shemen, and the Dam uh, Asham that it says over there. 
for the Mitzorah. Bahonus Yechichu, Shein Bias makes us, you're just coming in partially, you're sticking your toe in or your thumb in, in from the Sharnikner, which is not Kodesh, you're sticking your thumb into the Azara. But Tanya Mitzorah, Tova Vom, the Sharnikner, he has to go to the Mikvah. Even though you're only coming in partially, it's a special aloha. It's a special aloha you're allowed, but the point is you have to go to the Mikvah first. Right, the tiny mitzvah tovah v'omen b'shar niknar, so indicating that bia b'mitzvah ishma bia, and it's considered coming into the azar, and therefore you have to go to mikvah first. Ibarlu a third question or a fourth question he asked him. Mal shiasa sakan arukav yishcho. We learned before in in zvachim, in shchitas kachim, that if you want to, you could stand outside the azara with a long knife, with a long knife. We had another question, can you take a reed, uh, which is not a but here the question is, if you take a real long knife, you know, it's like meters long, and you do shechita that way, if, if you can maneuver it and do it properly, so it's a good shechita, there's no problem with the shechita, as long as the shechita is done, there's no, no question, but the question is, here the question is, not is the shechita okay, but can you avoid going into the mikvah? According to what we're saying now, you have to go to the Mikvah. Both according to Ben Soma, according to Rabbi Yudi, you have to go to the Mikvah. One says it's the rice, one's the rabbanim. But you can't come into the Azara unless you go to the Mikvah. Well, let's say I don't, ha- I don't want to go to the Mikvah. For whatever reason, I can't go to the Mikvah. Can I avoid that issue of going, of going to the Mikvah before I go into the Azara by not entering the Azara? I'll stand outside the Azara and use a long knife. Can I do that? You know, stick it through one of the doors. Can I do that? Can I do shchita? The question is not about shchita. Shchita we already answered in in uh, in Zvachim and said that you know the animal has to be inside the azara, but the shochet, the slaughterer, he doesn't have to be the the shochet doesn't have to be inside. He could chef from outside. The question over here is though, can you, what about going to the mikvah? Can he avoid going to the mikvah by standing outside? Lifter or not? Is he potter from doing or not? So and so that's the question of the Gemara. Sakin aruch ibaylu maushi asa sakin aruch of yishcho, and therefore and thereby not come not and, and therefore I avoid the uh, the tefila going to the mikvah. Ibaylu ben zoma ibaylu rabban. It's a kasha according to ben zoma who says that what that that the uh, coming in, using the mikvah before you come to is a daraisa, and it's a kasha according to rabbanan which rabbanan the the rabbanan ibaylu rabban the pliga rabbi yuda. Who Akash on the Rabban who argued with Rabbiuda, this is the more Kuladik Rabbanan. Remember, Rabbiuda said, remember the Rabbanan said the last price of Mitzorah and uh, Tsaras have to go to the mikvah, right? That's where they go into the mikvah. Rabbiuda says, not only Mitzorah, but other people too. It's Mashatanakama says other people don't have to go to the mikvah. Again, there are three shitas. Ben Zoma says it's the Dharaisa, Rabbiuda says the Rabbanan, and then the Rabbanan who argued with Rabbiuda in the second Braisa say, you don't have to go in, Stam people don't have to go in, only uh, Mitzorah because. He is accustomed to being tame, but regular people don't. So now we're saying it's a kasha, both according to Ben Zoma, who holds it's a doraisa, that you have to go to the mikvah, and according to Rabbanu, play your abuta. Why? To boil Ben Zoma, according to Ben Zoma, says normally, minaraisa, you have to go to the mikvah before you come into the azar. Only if you come inside. Come inside the azar, you've got to go to the mikvah. I'll have Roy, but if you're on the outside, low, you maybe you don't have to go to the you don't have to go to the mikvah. Oh, the Muslim shikha. Or we say no, even though you're outside and you haven't entered the azara, you might, you know, once you're there already, you might come inside. So we're careful and we don't want you to do shit on the outside without going to the mikvah, because we're afraid maybe once you start, you'll come inside and check the animal or whatever. So that's the question according to Benzama, Tibala Rabbanan. The Pligarabir, you could also ask the Kashmir Rabbana who disagreed with Rabbana and say normally a person doesn't have to go to the mikvah. 
Why? That's only if he's not doing the avoda. Stam, if you're not doing the avoda, you can come into the base of mikdash into the azar without do without going to the mikvah. the But over here, where you're doing avoda, you come when you when you're doing the avoda here. This is an avoda. Remember, we said before shchita, even though it's done can be done by azar, it's still considered an avoda. It's one of the four avodas. Shchita kabalacha, shchita uh, but the other three, which require a Kohen, are more called Sheirut. It's a higher level. It's a service higher than Avodah. But over here, when you're doing the Avodah, maybe these Rabbanan, who are more Mekon, say normally you don't have to go to Mikvah. Here they would agree that you, that you can't do it without going to the Mikvah. Oh, the Omalosh, or do you say there is no difference whether they're doing Avodah or not? They don't have to go to the Mikvah. Take with these questions. This question stands. Can, uh, can you stand outside the Azara? And use a long knife and do shkita that way and avoid, therefore, going to the mikvah. That's a question that we can ask according to everybody. The, the, according to Ben Zomu, Machmer and says it's a doraisa that you have to go to the mikvah normally when you come into the azara, but over here you're not coming in. Or do you say no? Maybe look at, and even according to says normally you don't have to, that's when you're not doing a voter, but over here you're doing the voter. So here we said, as we said in the Mishnah, that according to Ben Zoma and according to Buda, you even if you're not doing the voter, you have to go to the mikvah. Either the rice or drabonim. But here you have a shitu who says you don't have to go to the mikvah, possibly even if you're doing the avoda. This latter sheet of the rabbanim. All right, tomorrow we'll pick up from the two dots over here, and um, let's see. Have a good day, everybody. Bye.